This is the Wildernet Podcast for Monday, December 14th, 2015, episode 34. Welcome back to the Wildernet Podcast, where we rediscover nature in a digital age. This is episode 34, as I said. Do we normally say that twice? I don't even remember. <laughs> episode 34. This is episode 34. 34. From Monday. I'm not going to repeat that part. Well, I'm Shane. Hello, I'm Eric. Welcome back. Hello, Eric. Hello, Shane. How's it going, man? It's going good. It's going good. Uh, you know, it's too warm outside, but it's. I feel like it's uh, winter in Seattle over here in Wisconsin stupid it's like a it is monsoon there's a lot it's of rain stupid mon stupid it's probably the most profound thing you said on the show wisconsin wisconsin swamp? stupid wisconsin swamp i don't know <laughs> <laughs> that's dumb <laughs> it's all dumb yeah uh weather not not very cold and therefore rainy i suppose uh, I, thus I don't no know. ice well, you'd no. rather you having yeah that's true so you'd rather be having the ice and therefore the fishing of the ice. Yes, there would be the fishing and the ice. Among Greg other... is in. Greg is in. He's there somewhere. Yes, I see that. I, I'm responding. It's official. Oh, Greg, Greg who, we've, who we've talked about on the show before, he's joined the chat room. He's watching live on Elf Geek Radio. Got a girl, Greg. Good job, Greg. Yeah. Welcome to the show. Feel free to chime in at any point. Not too we many points. We don't get a lot of that, but uh, we'd love to hear from you. That's right. So what's going on? Anything uh, Anything fun? Anything? Not Nothing fun, pretty much. No. Uh, well, it's going to no be a lot of fun in uh, one week because I'll be done with the semester of school. It's 11 week, 11 week semesters, so this is week uh, 11. So and I have to try to hand everything in. Yeah. I'll be done with uh, <laughs> school. No, I don't go to school, but... Ah, that's great. <laughs> rubbing in, rubbing in I do basic chain. Well, we were just talking about that on... Wait, what was that? Was that last week? We were just talking about that. Uh, yeah, occasionally I give Eric Lowell a little bit of help, maybe. But yeah. uh, no big deal. It's not for yeah. everyone. <laughs> that's how all, Actually, that's how this is all possible. Why the wilderness? That's why the net. Because Shane... Um, I'm just going to put this out there. Shane is a professional web developer. That's what he does when he's not oh. doing this. Yeah, I guess you could say developer. Right? More of a designer slash someone. He's a hybrid. Okay, yeah, I suppose you could say that. Yeah. A little bit. But at the same time, I am uh, nowhere near the outdoorsman of Eric. Uh, I, I, I yearn to be that somewhat. I'm not even that much of an I mean, like, <laughs> I'm not a poser, but, you know, <laughs> since I'm done with this damn school stuff, I'll be outdoors all the time. That's true. Yeah, I mean, hopefully we can get some snow and then try out some of those, uh, well... I'd, I'd like it's... to do, yeah, I'd like to do, well, we'll get to, we'll get to that in a little bit here, but, uh, I was just going to mention a couple of, like snowshoeing and sl- skiing and that kind of fun stuff. Some couple things, I don't think I've done either of those, so. Oh, yeah. We are going to dive, we're going to skip Word in the Woods today, not, uh, I don't think there's really a lot of, well, I didn't hear of a lot of outdoor news personally this week. I, did you hear anything, Eric? Maybe, maybe if you've heard of anything, anything at all, maybe. Uh, outdoor news, outdoor news. Um, <laughs> no, no. I think that I think that we talked about the REI um, where they closed yes. on Black Friday. I think that went well for them. Did it go well? Yeah, it went well. Good. Uh, really? I mean, did they get more sales when once they reopened? Is that how that worked? <laughs> I guess we'll have to find out. <laughs> I don't know if it went well financially. I bet or their, well. their employees were probably thrilled. I mean, they didn't yeah. have to pay payroll, so there's that. Yeah. That's true. Very true. I'd like to read more about that. All right. Well, let's talk about, I guess I'm going to play this bumper. It's not quite, may not quite fit, but I'll do it anyway. The activity of the week. We are going to talk about, this is going to be more or less a, the year in review, sort of. It's. Uh, I think we're just going to talk about all the different activities we've talked about here on the show. Um, 33 different ways. 33 more or less. Some of them, some of our episodes may not have been in full-on activities, but 
That's okay. We'll say 33 anyway. 33 ways to get outside or um, things to do outside or both. I think it was good timing, though, Eric, because, you know, you brought this idea up last week when we, were, we had Katie on, and I think it was just seems to be good timing since it happens to be near the end of the year, almost the end of the year here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like a New Year's show. Yeah, All right. Exactly. Yeah, pat myself exactly. on the back. <laughs> Thanks, Shane. That's a great idea. You're yeah, right. Yeah, awesome job. <laughs> We'll start All from right, the top. I think we're going to go in reverse. You okay if we go in reverse order kind of here? Reverse, start, reverse. That way we can say we can do like like a countdown style here. So, of course, I got to count backwards then. But uh, <laughs> let's start. Yeah, no, that's, the, that's cool. Whatever. Yeah. Starting it from number, I guess, 33. We were talking about horseback riding, which we already talked about last week. So it's not <laughs> anything new clip. or anything. Yep. Clip, clop, clip, clop, clip, clop. Yeah, that, that pretty much sums it up, I suppose. <laughs> It's the sound they make. Yep, that's a lot of, uh, well, you know, as we talked about, that's, uh, sounds like you did a little more than me. You had a little more adventure with the horses, and I, the little bit that I've ridden them uh, was very mindless, I guess, <laughs> in the Dells, but it looks like a lot of fun, so I'm looking forward to actually, uh, and I think I'll probably go back out to the barn and uh, and ride that horse. Oh, get back, get up, back on that get horse. Get back up on that horse. <laughs> yeah, I got an idea. We're going to not only go backwards, we're going to see how ridiculous we can make this. We're going to weave these things into each other. Oh, boy. You you want to try to transition between each one or something? Oh, yeah. We're going to horseback ride into a campfire. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Don't do that. Uh, <laughs> into it, but to a, to a campfire. You take that horse, you jump over that fire, and then, right. and then, and then, only then can you settle down and sit back and enjoy that campfire, roast some marshmallows, have have some s'mores, enjoy yourself. No, so that so camp campfires was number thirty two. I suppose that would be thirty two since my numbers are reversed here. Sure, let's just go with that. Yeah, make my mind work too hard here. After the end of the day, great. Everyone loves a good campfire, except. When it's burning your eyeballs out and with smoke, uh, yeah, the fudgy bunny thing is a joke. Is that what you're supposed to say? Or uh, fluffy I've heard or I hate rabbits. I hate white rabbits. Uh, I'm sure everyone has a little different phrase. It's it's not real, uh, <laughs> but let's pretend it is. I, sometimes it seems to work for some reason, but I think it's just time going by. <laughs> uh, and uh, yes, yes, good, good. Or wind direction, you know, one of those. And, uh, yeah, so... And honestly, horseback riding to a campfire is number 33, an inexpensive way to travel. Number 31! Wait. One. Well, let's see what's happening. I told you it's going to happen. 31. Inexpensive traveling. When you need to get away on a budget, uh, you can do that through such fun sites as... I was going to say travel... I guess Travelocity. Uh, kayak, kayak or Orbit. Or uh, that what's one that, one that you were talking about? That we use for Nicaragua. Did you use that one? It's like yeah. Uh, it uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, Lonely Planet. Yes, got it. What is it? Lonely Planet. Lonely Planet. Is that like that three-person group from Saturday Night Live? Just kidding. I know that's Lonely, Lonely Island. Island. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, but you know, traveling can really be expensive. Not only uh, can it be expensive, but um, I also found out that there are two spellings of traveling because we have this later down on the list also, just plain old traveling, but with one L. It's one of those words like... spell it both ways? You can spell both ways. and Maybe grammatically there might be a more preferred way, but it's kind of like the word canceled. You can have one L or two at the end of that one also. I like uh, desert and dessert. (laughs) Yeah, except except (laughs) those don't mean the same thing. (laughs) Well, damn it. Well, yeah, but you always okay. want two. I I learned you always want two of dessert. I mean, not, not you probably shouldn't have two, but that's where you get the two S's. I don't know. That's how I always remember. I'm gonna desert the desert to have dessert. <laughs> yes, gonna right. desert the haunted house to get into number thirty. <laughs> haunted festivities. You know that, yeah, that was that was good. We both did those this year. Did did we not? I went to yeah. one, and you did one. Not, I not did together, do one, but separately. I did. I went to a haunted house, and that's actually where I was able to come up with one of the first topics for the, one of the other shows of mine, Troll Slayers, which was a they had the the whole time I was waiting in line. It was cold and in this stable like area, and it was 
And the whole time they're playing this like techno music to this anti-bullying campaign <laughs> thing. <laughs> Which was kind of cool, I thought at the time. It was literally cool. Wow, it, was, wow, wow, wow. it was a little chilly though, and for waiting for like an hour, literally for this haunted house. But aside from that, they can be a lot of fun. If you like Speaking to get of haunted houses, uh, haunted houses. Greg was there. Oh really? How he, was it, Greg? So, so Greg, Greg's Greg's a marine, and he was in the infantry, and uh, he cleared every room <laughs> for us. So he kind of <laughs> took all the scare out of it, which was awesome. Uh, going with the marine is something I would highly recommend. To a haunted house because they clear the rooms for you. <laughs> He's calling out every guy. He's like, oh, there's a guy. There's a guy. Nope. Not even worried. There's one. That's, That's awesome. epic. Nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I mean, they can be a lot of fun. Uh, sometimes scary. Uh, you know, it's more though, it's more, you know, shock value, jump, jump sort of scary. Nothing, uh, nothing really much more than that, right? But, it, you know, you enjoy yourself? Yeah, it was, it was really cool. The one we went to, I uh, was outdoors. They had like they had, they had campfires actually, and it was uh, that's probably one of the the cooler things about it because it kind of mellowed it down in between sets. Why is he talking about beers in the garage? Oh, <laughs> uh, that's what he likes. Oh well, yeah, who doesn't? But <laughs> that's an activity. Oh well, yeah, of course. Or great. Or is he suggesting that we stop this and uh, <laughs> have beers in the garage? <laughs> Let's stop, Man, stop this thirsty. nonsense right now. Oh, that's a show. Let's go. <laughs> let's, uh, yeah, let's, let's get away from here and let's go and do some mountaineering. Number 29. You're going to do the countdown. Math is I, correct. Yeah, I can't follow. I should probably start typing these out. I'm just going to see how my memory rolls here. All right. Mountaineering, uh, meaning not mountain climbing. We're talking about like walking up a mountain. Yeah. Yeah. That, I think that's what it was. You could just go walk up mountains. Which we did. We walked up two mountains, two volcanoes, actually. Yeah, do those are those classified as mountains? Uh yeah, I believe. Yes, the answer is yes, based on the definition of mountaineering that <laughs> we talked about on that episode. Absolutely. All right. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so we've, we've mountaineered. Yeah, and if you go back to that particular episode, and I don't have every episode number written here, but if you if you go back to that one, listen. You know, we had talked about. I want to say about five different. Mountains, there might have been even more, say five or six, something around there, uh, that the particular article you read at that time talks about, um, you know, different mountains you can climb and, or not climb, I keep saying climb, well, in a way, that you can hike. Number one reason to go outside, beers in the garage. (laughs) (laughs) Just keep reading. (laughs) That would be a good reason to go have these on the outside. Yeah. would you Not start, all the way out start there, there or end there? That's why I want to know. Yeah. Uh, we talked about fairs on, was it, now we, are we on? Number 28. Eight, yes, I was right. Fairs. fairs. To be fair, fairs are fun. I was going to use that one. I'm sorry. Feature two. <laughs> I'm sorry. To be fair. Yeah, uh, actually, what was that one? Care to fair, I think we called that one. Fairs, like uh, the Wisconsin State Fair or the county fair in the area. I wonder, I wonder if, like, the, if like East Coast and West Coast and super southern states fairs are like, maybe not Texas, but, you know, we have cows and, and everything's fried and there's a lot of dairy products. And, yes, yes, and yes. Because we're Midwestern. But, but if you go to, like, a fair in California, it's probably like, well, they have cows there, those bastards. Uh, Cute bunnies and smelly cows. That's later God, on. I, I like bunnies. <laughs> the way you said that reminded me of the movie Con Air, where Nicolas Cage is like, "Why didn't you give me the bunny?" <laughs> oh yeah, it's yeah, good movie. Good old Nick. Yeah, fair, it, yeah, you can do all kinds of fun stuff like that. Fair, there's fair rides, you know. They're something. I don't. You know. said there's like, even like there's like tractor poles and there's demolition derbies and there's freaking live music and entertainment fireworks right and unless you're in the stables or or in the exposition centers they might have uh you're pretty much gonna be outside the whole time so you know wear sunscreen (laughs) good good job along with every other activity we talk about in fact including well that's not really one (laughs) number 27 our uh, horse has taken us all the way to episode 27. Free things to do in summer. Free things. Free things. So that that episode was actually uh, one of the stories we talked about, which involved ticks. But we also talked about 
we had an article about uh, free types of things you could do in the summer. So, you know, you don't have to spend money on this stuff, right? There, There's plenty of stuff. I mean, there's parks, obviously parks. Plenty of free parks out there. You can go walking through the parks. There's always that. There's always that. There we, always we had a link on that episode, I think, to something or other. And trails. Uh, so there's trails. I mean, surprisingly, <laughs> awesome deep fried food. Yes. We must be that far behind. Uh, <laughs> but Go fly a kite was one of them. Flying a kite, yeah. I, I mean, sure. I don't. It's been probably. It's been a long time since I've done that. I suppose. But Epic water gun fight. I mean, those are fun. Just have a full on freaking battle royale. That's right. I was gonna say though. You know, I. I it probably wasn't mentioned specifically, but. And I'm not sure about other states, but, you know, around here. You don't have to, you know, we have these state trails. Uh, you only have to buy a per, uh, pass if you're doing bikes and I think probably rollerblades even. But if you're going to walk or run them, um, I was told by a ranger specifically that you, you don't have to actually pay for the pass. You can you can actually run that. And that, that would also be free. That's something that you do. That is something I do. And although it's been a while, I, I do mostly uh, during the work my lunch at work, I normally just go on the treadmill now, but, uh, yeah, when I get a chance, I like to do that. Uh, and another thing I, well, sort of like to do, I don't, I'm not a, I'm no photographer for sure, but I do like to take a lot of pictures on my phone and outdoor photography number 26, I think <laughs> three wolf moonbow. Three wolf moonbo. Three wolf moonbo. Three wolf moonbo. Is uh yeah that was that title I thought I, I like that one I like that title. <laughs> Sounds like a name of a band. Three yeah. wolf moonbo. We talked about moons and we talked about moonbows. We talked about wolves and moonbows. That's why I was like, what the hell's a moonbow? That you were the one that talked about moonbows. I don't freaking know what that is. Something you can probably take a picture of. Something that's blacked out. It's like a rainbow on the moon. <laughs> what does it mean? <laughs> Double moonbow. <laughs> Double moonbow. We should call this I like one. It. We should call this one Double moonbow. <laughs> <laughs> triple, triple moon, triple buck bonus. Uh, no, the the long exposure outdoor photography. I think it's because we we're talking about taking pictures of the nighttime sky, which you would have to have long exposure to deal with that. Oh, yeah. But generally taking photos outside is a pretty cool thing. Mm-hmm. And that we, uh, yeah, so that was another part of the show was uh, we talked about what scares us the most. That was that one. Um, but oh. so this also would have been the one we had the the little chipmunk with his arms out. Is that? <laughs> that no, that's not that one. That's not that one? That was 31. Go places cheap. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, outdoor photography. Are you sure? <laughs> outdoor photography is something... Uh, I'm looking at our website right now. Probably a less cheap sort of thing. But as I mentioned, you're, you know, most smartphones these days are going to be able to take pretty decent photos. So you're going to be able to and get if, some decent stuff uh, without spending a whole lot on a on No, a you don't DSLR. have to. I had, I had the expensive camera, the DSLR. Uh, I got rid of it because it was collecting dust and... I've since started using my iPhone a ton, and with some newly learned Photoshop skills from college, uh, I'm able to make some iPhone photos look like they're from a DSLR, and I've actually printed some pretty cool canvases to decorate my place. Oh, so did you do like an HDR filter or something like that? Um, no, I didn't go that far. It was more or less like kind of playing with the depth of field and oh, well. uh, blurring up the background with some layering effects and things like that, and it turned out pretty neat, man. It's kind of cool. It's cool. Yeah, there's a, actually right when you walk up the stairs of my place, there's a photo right there, the leaf, and that was an iPhone photo. Awesome. You never know. Another place you could take photos, but well, you, you, you may not want to uh, always have your camera out for this kayaking. Probably want to get that thing in, in a waterproof container of some kind if you're going to be doing that. But that was kind of a fun little thing we were able to do down the river in a local town around here. Yeah, it was us four, right? Uh, four of us. There were four of us, and yeah. it was I. You know, at the time I said this, I, I'll say it again. It, you know, I, I, I like to think uh, the canoeing, my kind of uh, canoeing history, I guess I'd say, uh, made kayaking I a lot easier for me. 
uh, I, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure if I did it at all before, it maybe had been once, but I don't remember ever, ever kayaking prior to that. And it, it just came supernatural for whatever reason. And I, I liked it. It was, I don't know. It, and I hate to say it, it's kind of one of those things, something about being in a canoe. If you, you have to kind of really be in tune with the person, with the other person to, to kind of get that thing going. And yeah, it's you almost, know that. it's almost <laughs> nice. It's almost nice. Not having that, you know, uh, for a change, just kind of not to say that I'm always going to go in the exact direction that I that I want to, but um, it is kind of like one less brain involved with that whole process. So well, what's interesting is you and so the, the same four people that went kayaking or the same four people that went to the Boundary Waters. It was mm-hmm. me, Shane, and our good friends uh, Mike and Dave. Mm-hmm. Now I canoed with Mike the entire trip for the Boundary Waters, and. Um, you canoed with Dave. Mm-hmm. When you and Mike got into a canoe together, you guys tipped over. <laughs> when Dave and I got into a canoe together last summer, we tipped over. Really? Yep. Interesting. Isn't Something that interesting? That. Yeah, I don't know if we, I ever told you that. Dave and I went fishing in a local <laughs> river, and the first thing, we dumped it immediately. I was like, what the heck, man? I blame <laughs> Dave. Just in, in sync. Or not in sync. Well, eventually you figured it out, right? Or yeah, yeah, you, we were good. Or, or did you give up right away? about it. <laughs> And I went with my fiance on a, on a small um, private lake at a friend's house, and and we didn't tip it. So that's got to be a good thing. That's a good thing. Yeah, good job. Yeah. It's just instantly in sync, I guess. Yeah, girls got skills. <laughs> Another thing that requires skills: <laughs> beach volleyball, number twenty-five. Right? Now you you've been on it. Yeah, twenty-four actually. Um, okay. Which is volley. <laughs> And you were on a you've been on a beach volleyball team for like what two summers in a row now? I have, yes. Yeah, I may not be the best cool. player out there, but uh, uh no one is. I play. <laughs> no one's the best player except for the best player. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> and I put in parentheses outdoor dining. <laughs> that's related. Uh we we also talked about outdoor dining on that particular episode. But volleyball is a lot of fun. And beach volleyball is a lot of fun also. <laughs> I mean, I, I to be honest, I, I haven't been on a league, never been on an indoor league. You ever do that? Nope, not yet. No, but I think... I that, like the sand, but there's some indoor sand leagues too, even even around here. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, there's pros and cons to anything. Obviously, weather is a big factor there and games getting rained out and getting needing to be rescheduled, all that. That's That's no fun and... But for the most part, I I really enjoy the the outdoor leagues a lot, and you know, uh, I go there with some work friends and just just hang out, and have fun. It's a good time. It's a damn recommend. good time. Just like trap shooting. 20, it's a trap shooting. Twenty three. If you're right, I'm trusting you, Eric, on that number. Yep, I'm right. I'm right. Trap shooting, which I was trusting you when we did that also. I wasn't like pointing a gun at you, <laughs> trying to shoot an apple or something. No, you better hit that apple <laughs> with birdshot. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Uh, it's it's uh, that would be specifically was it? So that was trap shooting. I'm trying to remember that that's specifically the one with the five stations. That's correct. That we went and to. we went at night, you and I, in springtime. Early I couldn't spring. believe we could do that at night. That was cool. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. It was very neat. We were it, the nice thing. It wasn't very crowded either, so we kind of had the place to ourselves, which was great because I was a horrible shot on my left side. My right side I could blast them, but my left side I couldn't hit a freaking couldn't hit anything. Shane, you're actually pretty damn good. Thank you. So, yeah. I yeah I don't I don't know what happened. No, <laughs> I've done that. I've done it before. I've done the uh, sporting clays and all that fun stuff. Five stand there, and it's always always a good time. So I have a little bit of practice and. That was also the episode we talked about that guy that was that rock, rock climbed in that really strange fashion. Do you remember that? Like jump mm. from rock to rock with his his foot with only just his on legs. the edge and yeah. It's oh like yeah, it was just soccer. his legs. It's like the soccer of rock climbing. That's right. That's right. Can't use your hands. That was funny. Yes. Yeah, it was like becoming a thing. Yeah, it was very strange. So moving on to number twenty-two, the activity. One of the activities I still haven't done. Since I still haven't done any form of skiing, uh, cross-country skiing specifically, Eric's, uh, you've done that, yeah? 
Yeah, my, my uh, best piece of advice is get some chafage deodorant for your thighs. Yes. I would, without having done it, I could, I can attest to that. Be, having uh, run a, a fair amount of time and, and experienced such things. And uh, yeah. Yeah, that'll ruin your time for sure if you don't <laughs> deal with that. Yeah. When you're layered up like that, you don't, you, you know, the moisture doesn't have anywhere to go. <laughs> So, yeah, good point. Just, yeah, that's my advice. That but other than that, I mean, it's advice. a great way to take in scenery and get active in the outdoors in the wintertime where normally you're stuck inside. There's so a lot that, of lit courses and stuff like that. So that and number 21, snowshoeing, kind of related, more or less, both needing snow on the ground, obviously. And both of which, correct me if I'm wrong, you are able to rent equipment for. Yes, that's correct. Correct. Wrong. Now, REI was one of those places that you could do that. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, and if you're a lifetime member, which is only 20 bucks for life, it's rather inexpensive. I can't remember the exact price, but it's somewhere around the ballpark of like 10 or 15 bucks for the day or something. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. So, yeah. You don't even have to own a pair, which honestly can range quite a bit. And if you've never done it, I wouldn't go buy a pair. I'd rent it first and try it out before you go buy something for something you've never done before. So it's a good way to test the waters, Absolutely. test the snow. Absolutely. And see if you like it. It's still water. It works. Right. You can walk on water, but not like Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Just grow a beard like Shane. <laughs> it is getting it's getting a little long, isn't it? Another but, thing, another thing. So we're not we're on, we're down to episode twenty here. 20, Do we like speed this up? How long have we been at this? Not episode twenty. No, we're only twenty six minutes in to the uh-huh. episode here. Another thing you can do in the winter time, of course, winter camping. That's something I haven't done yet, man. Camping in the wintertime. That's about it. <laughs> I mean, some what? cool YouTube videos out there on how to do that. Um, tents that have like indoor, like uh, like a stove with a chimney in. Oh, wow. It's pretty cool. There's like a, really a TV? neat um, video that uh, a band from Wisconsin, which is debatably pronounced Bonnie Bear. All right. Bonnie Had Bear. a really cool uh, video. I think it's something about the wild wolves or something like that. I don't think there are any wolves in the video, but there, there was a, they were winter camping. They're splitting wood in the winter and starting a fire is pretty cool. They'll get you in the mood. Awesome. Is that about it? Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> so anything, I mean, dress warm. I mean, that's... Uh, you got to layer up and layer up, yeah. whatnot, but, you know. You still do the fire thing, yeah. Yeah, heck yeah. You're going to need to do the fire thing, probably. Yeah, snowshoe and cross-country ski and all sorts of other you activities. Do, do all that along with it. Sure, why not? Right. So episode nine, not episode, see it wasn't episode, it's number, we're going backwards, so back in time here, uh, number 19. Which is episode 19. Is it really? Yeah. Oh. Oh, is this halfway point? Interesting. Interesting. Keeping your cool, that was, that was one you'll probably have to remind me a little bit about. How did, uh. Uh, it was keeping calm when you're, when you're outdoors. Cause you gotta, you gotta stop and think. Every now and again, you got to just kind of, okay, what, what's really happening here before you react and freak out? Right. I think that's what it was. It says, after another lengthy absence, so we're back. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> discussing the importance of keeping calm in the outdoors. It is important. Yeah. Uh, and I think, I think for, for, if for no other reason, uh, if you happen to run into some sort of emergency situation out there and you're in the middle of nowhere, that's that's probably a big reason, but I think I think what we were specifically talking about was, you know, not a lo- enjoying the outdoors, not letting it frustrate you in any way. It's kind of oh, that, that's why, right? Like me with the mosquitoes. Yes, uh, kind of the objective behind getting out there is to relax, right? <laughs> not yeah, yeah. Don't get all worked up. That get away from the stressful office, right? Don't make it a stressful thing, right? Yeah, exactly. And, and you know, to, to kind of add on to that, again, if you're in an emergency type of situation, you don't want to, you don't want to be out there in the middle of nowhere and, and not be able to, or panic, I say, I'm trying to say essentially, you know. You don't panic, panic when you're freaked out. <laughs> right. Panicking is not going to help you. <laughs> and, uh, you know, we could have a good conversation with our friend Bill Disgolferson from episode 18 about how to stay calm. Who also came to Nicaragua. He did, yeah, that's, that's right. That was a great time. Mm-hmm. 
disc golf. He's also he is a disc golfing freak. He, so he's um he's a good friend of mine, and uh, he is last summer took first place in quite a few statewide tournaments for disc golfing, which is wow. I guess impressive. I mean, he won money and and beat a lot of good people. So good for him. It is. He's still he's still at it. And yeah, just real quick, those that aren't familiar, that's. Uh Essentially, sometimes called frisbee golf. Same kind of thing. Same thing. Same thing. This golfing, frothing, frothing. Yeah, frothing at the mouth. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, and you you have to try to hit the the holes. They call them holes. The the goals. What they're chains. You know, Chain metal link, structure. Link, they have to try to get it. Basket. In. It's the basket, actually. Basket. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. From quite a distance, and and takes an unbelievable amount of accuracy. I think it may not seem like it would be, you know, at first. If you haven't done it before, it may not seem like it. It's, it's laughable. Like, what do you mean to throw a frisbee? Oh, it's stupid. And then you go, <laughs> and, and you're like, what the heck? And then it's interesting because then you go, and you, you'll probably suck. <laughs> just saying. And then you see someone good, like someone like Bill, for instance, who's exceptionally good at this, where I think he can drive a, a driver, I don't know, 400 freaking, let's say 400 yards. That can't be right. Maybe. Pretty damn far. Yeah. Like, above the average person. So... Then you go, whoa, holy crap, this does take some skill and practice because it doesn't take a normal person can't just whip it that far. Yeah. So I actually counted it. And it's free. I think we're actually at 17 now. We are. uh, Rainbows and balloons. Is that what that episode's called? (laughs) Yeah. I got traveling done. Is it not traveling? Is it about Uh, traveling? It's traveling. And the many ways to do it. So not inexpensive traveling, but so this is a bit of a repeat. Uh, but just traveling in general, let's, let's say expensive traveling this one, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, anytime you want to go <laughs> out of country. About, we talked about 15 U.S. cities for outdoor enthusiasts on that one. Okay. So we just kind of... Slightly more expensive traveling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're going to... Portland, not, Oregon was one of the first ones on that list, actually. What was? Portland, Oregon, which I've been there, and it was great. Portlandia. It's a travel to Great to visit. I don't. I don't know about you know living there, but great to visit. I have never been. I should go there sometime though. Sounds yeah, wonderful. Let's take a trip. If, if there's anything Portlandia showed me, <laughs> it's that it's funny there. It's that it's insane. <laughs> uh, yeah. So road trips, those types of things. Uh, I guess is mainly what we were discussing there. Uh, I might be doing a road trip. In January 5th oh, yeah? or 6th. I might be driving to um, Louisville. Nice. By myself. Oh, wow. Really? All by yourself? I think so. Oh, wow. Impressive. I might be going to the ATA. ATA? Is that a military thing? N- no, no, no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the ATA. <laughs> it's the Archery Trade Association. It's their 2016 right, exactly. uh, trade show. <laughs> okay, that's cool. Oh, right. Yeah, no, you told me about this. That's right. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. And we'll see. I got to figure that out, actually. <laughs> <sighs> yeah. Yeah, well. More stuff. Yes. More power to you. Number, six, number 16, rock climbing, which I uh, I think we've talked about doing. I I You've you've done some outdoor rock climbing, Eric? No, you know what I have? Well, <laughs> no. Know, okay. Yeah, I, I did um, a tiny, 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 uh, very amateurish amount in uh, 29 Palms when I was there for a little while, which is the Mojave Desert. Mm. Uh, a couple of buddies and I kind of went way off base and climbed some interesting places. Sure. Probably was a horrible idea, but uh done indoor rock climbing quite a bit. Gotcha. And I've done the indoor stuff, you know, plenty of that. Uh, locally out here, it's a lot of fun. I I have to do it again sometime soon. I should start there and then work my way outside eventually. <laughs> but you know, gotta make time to do it, right? Yeah, this time thing. Jeez. Another thing that requires a lot of time is morel mushroom hunting. Number oh shoot, it's fifteen. Fifteen, 15, 15 brother. morel mushroom hunting, and we uh, we had that idea from one of our. I guess it was we started the show. Scott Ford was on one of our episodes, I believe. Gotcha, yeah. We were up in the Dells, and we saw one of those Moreau mushrooms, and I think this eventually incited the idea to talk about it on the show. But 
Yeah, that thing was. Uh, I can't believe you saw that. And and there was. <laughs> It's a little bit of a risk that there might have been. <laughs> I was like right by our peeing spot. Yes, uh, <laughs> might, I don't know. Hopefully, it didn't have any on. But we'll we cooked. Know. We, we cooked, cooked it. Piss out of it. We cooked and the piss was, out of that thing. <laughs> and it was delicious. It was. It was actually really good. They almost taste like steak or something all by themselves. They're they're flipping good, and they're like super expensive, like ten, twelve bucks a pound or more. Right, but you do want to be careful with that. Uh, you do want to be careful because there are apparently some poisonous ones out there that look similar. Yeah, so, yeah, they're pretty unique looking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think somebody on our Facebook page pointed that out also. Yeah. Um, so just Good be careful with Facebook that. fans. But yeah, you know, that's that's kind of fun. I'm not not saying I, I would do any good if I went out to, to do a regular trying to look for them because we just stumbled upon one by accident, but it was cool. It was fun. And then uh, number 14, hunting and conservation. This is the one that my dad guest starred on talking to us about again the great sport of hunting and how to uh, go about conserving wildlife and how how hunting helps conserve wildlife and uh, yeah, that was a pretty cool episode he's very he, he told it very eloquently yes i can't i can never <laughs> i can never seem to quite put it in the same words he can um but you know it's a very informative episode and, uh, you know, it's something both Eric and I do, and we enjoy it. And uh, that's about all I have to say about that. That's right. I guess that does lead right though, right into number 13, shed hunting, which is also something that uh, I think both of us have, have done from time to time. I wouldn't say I do it on a regular basis. It's actually been... It's probably been a while. Last time I did it was actually uh, with you guys again. We went out and... Started looking for some, some white-tailed deer antlers, and that's so. The time period is generally is it? It's right before Easter, or is it right around Easter time? Ah, uh, we'll have to listen to the episode. I think it was like right around <laughs> mid end of March. I know it's like a sure. early early spring thing, and sometimes there's still snow on the ground, which makes it a lot easier. So it has to be March. Yeah, I was gonna say it's so. I've and, I have done that. That was part of the when. When my dad used to do these, have us find these Easter baskets when I was younger. That was kind of part of it. Was almost you have kind a deer of, farm. You should know the answer. To this. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a fair point. I guess maybe I'm not in there often enough. Maybe I haven't seen enough antlers in there, or when the deer don't have antlers. <laughs> I suppose seems like I should hey, have noticed. Where all the bucks off. go, uh, Shane? They shed their antlers. <laughs> oh, 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 interesting. Oh. I thought the does ate them. Yeah. <laughs> So, and then episode 12, going backwards still, is fishing through the ice. Fishing through the ice, ice fishing, good old ice fishing. Very cold, very cold, very icy. <laughs> we talked about how to stay warm just in general because it's really important that if you go ice fishing, if you get cold, you're going to have a horrible time. So, you know, if you know someone with a shanty and a heater, you're probably in good shape. I, would I know go someone. With that person. I'm going to, I know someone, I'm going to keep probably continuing to go with them. <laughs> Good. Especially now that they've upgraded and now have like a 12, 12 person or whatever it is. There's a lot more room in that bad boy. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. That last one's pretty cramped. So it's like it's a like pop-up grown one. sitting in this tiny little thing. It's like a pop-up one you have now, right? Big red yeah, one yeah. or something. Is it red? I think it's red. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's, nice. uh, it's an Eskimo. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, yeah, and we use a lot of... Uh, I can't even think of them now. Pop, <laughs> pop up, not pop ups. The the Beaver Dam uh, jig, not jig rods. Tip up. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry about that. Tip up. Tip up. Thank you. Holy cow! I don't apparently don't ice fish enough. Tip ups and uh, some people use jig rods. Is there anything else? By the you way, can do both. A lot of it. Yeah. Well, you can do tip ups and then at the same time you have tip ups in the water. You can maximizing do jig. your. Yeah, but you can do so. You can do like three tip ups per person, something like that. Is it? I, I think that's accurate. Okay. I, yeah, I think that's correct. Is there a limit on jig rods? <laughs> can, can you be using one uh, with each well, limb? Well, I mean, you got two hands. <laughs> not, I don't know. Yeah, gotcha. That's a good time, though. We're a very good time. Going backwards into seasons here, uh, apple picking was another thing we did. Number 11. Yep. Went out to the Elegant, elegant Farmer nearby here, and we both went and got... <laughs> A lot more apples uh, than we have apples. A lot more apples than we intended, I think. Uh, well, I don't know. I guess we didn't spend a huge amount on it. 
I don't even remember. I'm bringing them to my place of employment at the time, and yeah, everyone partook, so it was, was kind of nice. But yeah, our eyes were definitely bigger than our mouths or something. I was like, oh, I want this big basket. <laughs> Stomachs, and then I was yeah. like, that's a lot of freaking apples. Yeah, it really was. Uh, but you know, they lasted a fair amount of time, and I, you yeah. know, I I wanted to to give some away to. Uh, <laughs> what the heck is Greg talking about? <laughs> I wanted to give. Uh, I think he's, he's referring to the ice fishing. He's oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Still, still on the beer thing. Uh, yeah, no, that's cool. <laughs> they are good though, uh, slushy beers. Yeah, good stuff. Uh, and um, so <laughs> apple picking, on you know, pumpkin picking is kind of part of that. Uh, I actually picked some pumpkins out this year also, and ended up making uh, one of the new droid from the Star Wars movie with some pumpkins. That was cool. And oh, uh, nice, nice work. Yeah, thanks. Painted it. I didn't. I didn't carve it really oh way to be a freaking hey (laughs) way to be a wouldn't have lasted nearly as long had to carve the top out though to make it to make it work right anyway diving into number 10 grilling grilling on the grill gas electric or otherwise charcoal i just know i don't think i'd ever use an electric grill it's just so that is a thing yeah like (laughs) yeah if you live in like apartments sometimes they that's all you can have is an electric grill if you're on an upper level or something. Oh, right, yep. You burn sense. the place down. It's like, well, then I ought to just go cook on my stove because what's the effing difference? Yeah, you're going to get a little... I don't know. That's a good point. <laughs> Man, unless there's some electric stove geniuses out there that can really... Pro, like pros that can tell us how to make it. Yeah, I'm not into it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and I, I did I did the... There's a photo that we have on our site with some uh, bacon-wrapped jalapeno stuffed cream cheese stuffed in the middle i said that backwards that sounds good but i did that and it turned out great nice yeah i uh i don't really cook (laughs) but (laughs) i don't do that (laughs) that's something i gotta get more into but i grilling i mean it's i don't know would you arguably would you would you say grilling is it was is an easier form of cooking yeah yeah but there's a certain skill to it i mean there are better there are people that are better at grilling for sure and you know it when you have it right you're like, oh, you actually know how to grill. You're not just trying to be a quote-unquote man. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All right, um, so then down to number I, nine. Yeah, yeah, geocaching. Good old geocaching. That was that was probably one of the more fun things, I think, that I remember. I, I mean, these were all fun, you know, of the activities that we actually went ahead and performed. This one I had, I don't know, it's probably one of the most memorable. Those, that, those that aren't aware... You get some map coordinates, and it's a lot easier these days because there's actual mobile apps for it that allow you to track down, you know, specifically where it is on the map. And then you, because once you get there, it's difficult enough to actually try to find it from that spot because they these caches that are have little items in them are hidden, hidden very well in in a lot of cases. And uh, yeah, you're really good at finding them. I don't know. Sometimes though, sometimes there were some real difficult ones. There was one I went with my girlfriend, and there was one that was the most difficult I've ever tried to find. And once we had to look at hints because some of these have hints listed on them. And holy cow, this one had it was just buried. And I, I don't know. I'm not giving anything away. I'm not going to tell you where it was or anything. But it was buried under the stump, under mud, under. Uh, sticks and leaves. It was just ridiculous. And then it ended up being this big, like, I don't know, shotgun shell container or something, like military-style one or something. Like a gun? You mean like a, a gun ammo case? Yeah, it seemed like it. Huh. I don't know for sure. You'd be able to tell me more more so, but uh, yeah. It, Greg, Greg, you want to weigh in here when you get to that point? <laughs> he's going to interrupt us later because he's got a leg, I think. <laughs> What's he going to say? He's just going to say, no, Shane, that's not what that is. So wait, did it look like a shotgun shell, or what do you mean? No, that like a like a case for them, you know, big metal. Oh yeah, that that's an ammunition case. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, you can keep all sorts of stuff in there. No, oh. and then the ones we like saw ammunition. We, we went to like three different ones at the uh, park. <laughs> the net, the national. Is it a national park? It's a, no, it's a state park. State park. Thank you. Lots, of, lots of fun though. I'd highly recommend that. Just. As I would recommend, or Eric would definitely recommend, bow hunting number eight, probably one of your favorite activities. 
Yeah, someone today um, at work, a client that's an avid hunter, showed me a video clip of a buck that he got real close to. He was kayaking down a river, and I'm like, what the frick? And I just got off the deer bandwagon, and now I'm like right back in it. <laughs> I figured if I can like take a day off work and just go slay that beast, because I know where it is. Yeah, nice. <sighs> yeah, a- but if I, if I was up, it's, inter- it's such an interesting thing. Like, I, I feel like if I, if I have a full day off, essentially bow hunting is like just going to play outside in the woods. Like I'm going to get all camouflage and bring my bow and I'm just going to go frolic around until I freaking sit down and look for deer. Not really, but something to that effect in my mind. That's why I envision it. Not really. <laughs> so yeah, I love this bow is... hunting. And Carrie, Carrie Zilka guessed it on that show with us. That's so. right. That's right. Big shout out to Carrie Z. Carrie Z. And that is one thing. Uh, that's one thing I, I keep saying. Another thing I keep saying that I, that I should try to do more of and I, don't make time for it. Uh, not gonna make excuses. Just don't make time That's, for it. I keep well, wanting to go. I keep wanting to try to do the uh, video archery with you. <laughs> I think we've talked about that for years now, but um, hmm. I maybe just need to go myself sometime. <laughs> but uh, or you know, there's outdoor target practice, of course. You have, do you have a bow? I do. Uh, I think it's at my dad's right now. <laughs> Haven't used right it in a while. Your house. And Should bring we'll, it to my we'll house. Do it. We'll go. We'll go soon. Should definitely do Greg's that. Greg's got a bow. He'll go too. He likes to shoot, but he doesn't really hunt with it. Yeah, Greg. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, I'd have to, I'd have to practice a lot to trust myself to do any hunting with it. I think, but uh, I think I went, you know, once or twice, maybe <laughs> went with you once. Was it last year? I think. Yeah, it was. And so you're the, that you're the cover on, photo of my word hunt page. On I'm Facebook. the I'm the uh, centerfold. <laughs> <laughs> the centerfold. Gosh. That's funny. So number seven is mountain biking. That yeah. that we also did at the another local, uh, probably state park. Also, I'm assuming John, it was. Yeah, John Muir was it? John and, Muir. Yeah, and those holy cow! I would not have guessed how intense those trails would be, because I am not. <laughs> Greg just says, "Yup." Yeah, bow hunting. We should just call him. <laughs> yeah, we should just him join him call. Let him finish the episode with us. Finish strong. Seriously, yeah. I, I, uh, <laughs> I don't. I don't. You you have controls. You could probably do it. Do you have his number? If he's on, I I don't know if the phone number thing's working. He might he might have to join in Skype. But yeah. But yeah, mountain biking was a lot of fun. It, you know, it wasn't wasn't mountains. I don't I don't know if that term really It was applies. pretty hardcore, man. Like we we Serious terrain, to, yeah. we, we really should have had helmets on if we didn't. I don't think we, we did and it you got You don't think we did really? We should my gosh, don't tell people that. <laughs> You're hardcore, man. We, I would highly recommend days. helmets. I, I Are you sure? I feel like we did. No? You don't no, think so? No, we didn't. You might have. Maybe I didn't. <laughs> I don't know, but like seriously, we 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 really should have it. it was, there were some safety people only got out. Like, they're not, I don't. You know don't believe were. us? If you yeah, correct. There's like legit safety people that bike around looking for people that have screwed themselves over out of yeah. getting back on their bike. If you don't believe us, Google the John Murr trails of Wisconsin. And John Murr, John Muir, yeah, 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 yeah. John Muir, yeah. Not like a mirror, but like a Murr. So number six, camping. It's just camping because that's what we wanted to talk about after we got back from canoeing since we'd already talked about canoeing. And uh, we, along with, obviously, camping, a big part of that is the campfires. And we've already discussed winter camping, so it's pretty much everything with winter camping, but in the warmer months, I guess. We did an <laughs> F-ton of canoeing on that trip. We did. And uh, along with that was picking a lot, a, a lot of blueberries. Yeah, they're <laughs> so good. Trip. They were so good. For part of that, we, that was part of that same episode we talked about. So get out and do some camping. I, you know, and obviously it's right now, especially. I mean, a good time to do some winter camping. Really, <laughs> weather couldn't be. I mean, I shouldn't say that. Weather. Rain, <laughs> maybe not the rain. Maybe not with the rain. Yeah. Especially given the last time we went camp. Well, last time I went camping. Uh, the rain was the very reason that uh, we <laughs> ended up leaving early. So maybe not so much during the rain time, but nice weather, you know, in general. Can really make it miserable for sure. Number five, festivals. We already talked about fairs again, so this is more or less a repeat. Cute bunnies but... and smelly cows. We can move on. We've been there, done that. <laughs> I mean, I could talk a little bit about Summerfest, those types of festivals, you know. Uh, Giant music Pol- festivals, I think. Oregon Polish has Fest, the Sasquatch music festival. Oh wow, nice. We have we have many different uh, 
you know, ethnic sorts of, uh, what you call it, festivals around the area, Irish Fest, uh, Indian Summer, all that good stuff, all kinds of fun stuff. Uh, what else? What else is there? German Fest. Yeah, everything. Everything and the kitchen sink. And then we mm-hmm. have number four, running, just running. Plain old Shane's best friend is Forrest Gump. I remember this. Yes, good episode. Good episode title. Thanks to you. And we just talked about various races, 5Ks, your half marathons, your full marathons, your, what are they, double marathons, all kinds of fun stuff. Triathlon. Did I not even mention 5Ks? I mean, that's... Yeah, those are common. 8Ks, even fact, 8K, we went, we yeah. did an 8K. I did an 8K in Madison, Wisconsin, the Crazy Legs, which finished in Camp Rendell. You were there. That was great. It was. And Actually, then I, it sucked because of the running, but... <laughs> and then I proceeded fun. to wait <laughs> at least 20 minutes before anybody else showed up but it, that's okay <laughs> not not saying you well actually i'm trying to remember now the people oh, I, I somehow i beat the people the the, the bite our people our our fans in the stands but anyway that's beside the point it was a good race it was a lot of fun i, I think i beat my personal best on that race good that's times cool. and then there was the one half that, that hill was a real b-word yeah <laughs> there were a few hills it was it was intense i was not i that was probably the Worse I'd felt after a race, <laughs> personally. And then uh, number three, fishing. I already talked ice fishing. Just plain old fishing now, whether it be from land uh, or shore, what have you. Or from a boat, from a canoe, from a... Uh, what else can you fish from? A dock. <laughs> I think we had a friend Dave on that episode. What did we call we him? did. Fisherman Dave. Fisherman Dave. Yeah. He called in, yeah. Yes, sir. And we, you know, we go, we went all into, uh, thankfully, because, uh, man, my knowledge on fishing could be better, let's just say. Uh, we talked about different baits and uh, lures and that fun stuff, too, on there. So go check that out if you haven't already. And number two, track. So, okay. I don't remember if we actually called this <laughs> tracking slash trekking, but one of the, I will say that one of the things we talked about on this episode was an app that was available to help find lost hikers. Oh yeah, yeah. Someone actually it did save life. A life. That's weird because my app did that once. It helped save someone's life. Yeah, it saved it saved Holly's life. Oh okay okay. She got lost in the woods. Legitimately, I was at work, and she she texted me said her battery was gonna die, and she was she was lost. Is that what gave you the idea? what gave you the idea? No, no. This episode, I I mean, what to do? And I said, I said, well, check in on my app so I can see where you are and I can tell you where to go. And she did. Mm -hmm. And I said, okay, now pull out your compass. You're gonna head this particular direction because I knew where she was, and that'll get you to the road. And she did it, and it worked, and she was saved. And the sun was going down. It was very dramatic. Was, I was stuck at work. Her battery was dying. The sun was going down. She was lost in the middle of this, this woods. It was crazy. I actually right. talked about that on, uh, on uh, Dan, Small, Dan Small's radio show. Right. And I think mostly maybe we should have just called this episode. Maybe we should have called the activity hiking because I think that was a big part of it. We were saying hiking, mostly walking. And this, yeah. if, you're tra- if I happen to be tracking something, great. Uh, as, as maybe kind of a broad uh, term for it, <laughs> or we, tr- we we called it kicking it outdoors with Macklemore. <laughs> That's right. Talked about that on that particular. He's, episode. he's an outdoors guy. He he believes in getting people outside, so that's really cool. Mm-hmm. For sure. Episode and then one. The you remember num- what this one's called the number one <laughs> activity. Going back to the very beginning of Wildernet is canoeing. As uh, we've mentioned, it's where it all started, everybody. It's where it all started. In a canoe, probably one of my one of my favorite activities, uh, outdoor activities. Canoeing, which uh, you know, you're in you're in a nice little canoe, two maybe up to three people generally, and you've got paddles, not oars, and you just, as I mentioned before, you uh, you, you need two two brains trying to pilot this thing. And best of luck to you. <laughs> Usually, want the person more experienced in the back doing the steering. Um, you put the you put the idiot up front. 
sorry, sorry, Mike. No. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> no. Nah, he did great. It was a good. I think I was up front most of the time. (laughs) 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 Yeah, no, uh, it's it's a lot of fun though. Uh, There is a lot. You are very susceptible to flipping that thing. (laughs) We'll say on a canoe more than probably most flotation devices. (laughs) The fact that we went to the boundary waters and had never been in a canoe with that other person. And we get there, and it's raining, and, and it's windy. It's, like, practically storming. And the, this lake that we started on, which was, I think, Magnetic Lake, uh, was super, super choppy. Mm-hmm. Every stinking paddle I thought we were going over. Yeah, it was awesome. And here we go, embarking <laughs> into the great wilderness. <laughs> like, what? what the, first, the first day you're talking about? Oh, yeah, the very yeah. first day. Remember crossing that big freaking lake? And it was rainy, and it was late, yeah. and, yeah, it was intense. And like, uh, what are we doing? Where are we even going? It was we nuts. did have a rain gear on, but yeah, it was. I mean, it was worse when we couldn't find a camping spot. Obviously, they they another case where an app saved our lives. <laughs> yeah, Google, Google Maps. Thankfully, Eric <laughs> had Google the GPS Maps working. <laughs> yeah, normally that wouldn't be the case. I think Google, uh, Apple Maps would have not helped us out. <laughs> yeah, that was intense. Way. That was actually a pretty intense. That could have gone bad quick. Yeah, we got separated. We we didn't have our lights ready. I mean, it got real weird real quick. So be careful, be cautious. No, you know, try to uh, make sure do it early. <laughs> make sure you're going to get a campsite. That would be probably my number one recommendation <laughs> if you're going to go out on a camp on a canoeing trip specifically. Which you know, as we mentioned, you know, camping is really part of that whole experience, and you really. If you're going to go on a week-long trip or, you know, uh, four or five days, anything like that, uh, yeah, you're going to be doing, definitely going to be doing some camping there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But you don't have to. You know, if you want to do canoeing, you can take a day trip down your a local river if you want, you know? Which is, yeah, it's a ton of fun to do that, too. Fishing is a, also a big part of that. Yeah. And it can all be uh, good times. Good times. So that is... That is pretty much everything we've ever talked about. Good night, everybody. <laughs> There's 33 ideas and things you can consider about getting outdoors, whether you're in a different part of the country where it's not winter and rainy and going to be nasty soon, or you're in a part of the country where there's going to be some snow. There's something for every season uh, in every part of the country. So you know, get on out there. That's right. So... If you would uh, like to contact us, you can check out our website, niceguynetwork.com slash wildernet, or email us directly at wildernetpodcast at gmail.com. Leave us a rating. Leave us a five-star rating. You know, that'd be great if you could on uh, iTunes or Stitchers, another place you can find us. iTunes would be great because, you know, that's the popular one. No offense to Stitcher or anything. That's where all the people go. That's where the people go. And, you know, not to, not to say they're not going to, Find us on through other means, but that is one location. That's that would be the location to leave us a rating if you're going to leave the us premier a premier rating spot. Seriously though, uh, I don't even know. Do we have any ratings right now? <laughs> I think we might have some from like our first episodes way back one, but then it kind of uh, trails off after after a while. Yeah, I'm not even sure. What do you got in the way of rating? What does Where to Hunt have? You got you got a fair amount. Uh, I got nine, five right. stars, a couple comments. Nice. That's good. Eight comments, nine ratings. That's cool. It's a freaking grind, man. It's hard to get people to want to do that. Yeah, yeah. Unless they, unless they in, intuitively say, "Yeah, this is great. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I like what you're doing. Keep doing it." Right. But it, it's hard to say that everyone has iTunes, also. Yep. Very true. We're on Twitter at Wildernet Wildernet Cast and on Facebook slash Wildernet Podcast. Eric, per the usual, we've talked we've talked already about this, but. Tell us. Where, where to hunt app.com. You can find me. <laughs> you can find me. That's all I got. You can find me at ShaveMadOx on Twitter. Or uh, see me on Techies or Troll Slayers, also available at NiceGuyNetwork.com. Sweet. Anything else? Any last words, Eric, before we head out of here tonight? Well, someone should go do something with this, so have fun. Do, go do something with oh yeah this all, all these this activities. giant list of awesome yes yes they should thanks so much everyone thank you so very much for listening and until next time take care and get outside <laughs>